1: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Did you bring wine?
3: I got the glasses.
2: You guys, I made a quiz.
3: No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs>
4: Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host Brian Plofsky, and there's something called "Forever" in one More Mile, but I'd rather spend one minute holding you. There's a bubble around my heart, so please stay out of here without regret. It will be Mark, or maybe it will be Chloe. No, it's an elk, but you can see the moon today. I stole a bus on prom night, but if I stay clean, then you'll bring back my boy. Please stay. Joining us today are the usual bright and shiny Bubble Boys, including Kevin, decontaminate me, Jager.
3: <laughs> Is that really Bubble Boy the musical?
4: Yeah. So here's the thing. We've done a lot of Dear Van Hansen openings. So <laughs> I went with Bubble Boy because he's waving through a bubble. <laughs>
3: I appreciate that, so especially the explanation. Like now, I'm on
4: board.
2: Yeah, um, because you... Sam could certainly star. I'm ready. Right? <laughs> oh, I would
4: love to see that. It's Bubble Boys by the same people who did Shmeggedoon. oh,
2: coming all right, coming to the theaters near you.
4: Apple Plus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Kimberly, are falling for the boy game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour? Why hello. <laughs> and with this, somebody who may have seen the Adams family and dear Hansen, let's give a big broad ways of welcome to Friend of the Show. Friend the show. of the show, Sam Prima.
5: Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is so, so crazy. I am so happy to be here.
4: Wait, why um, is this yeah. crazy?
5: I, I I was saying this before too, but I am a huge fan of the show. I have been for so long. It's so funny because I would always be like, I wonder what it would be like. Like, what would my answer to this question be? And now we're here on Zoom. So this is very cool. Thanks for having me.
4: We'll find out what's your answer to these questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But let's start out the same way we always start out. What are you drinking?
5: What are we drinking? drinking?
4: So, Sam, why don't we start with you?
5: (laughs) Well, because I am underage. I really felt like I had to commit to the bit of being underage. So sure. I did make I myself commit a to cool the Shirley Temple. Of course, <laughs> Sprite, <laughs> grenadine, the whole works. I really <laughs> felt like I had to really commit to that bit specifically, so that is what I'm drinking today. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. That makes
3: me really happy that you, you I love that.
5: Shirley Temples. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it was it, I, I was like good. going down to the bodega like You have Shirley Temples. They're like, oh yeah, here you go.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, Uh, Kevin. What are you drinking? So good.
5: Uh,
3: I am drinking. uh, Have you seen one of those? Like, uh, I think they're called like Simply Ice or something. I don't know. It's like a sparkling lemonade, and I poured uh, tequila in it. Ooh, it's really good. I mean, it's a weird combination because it it's just sparkling lemonade and tequila. I feel like it needs something else to like smooth it out, but like mm. I'm a big boy and it's in a Wicked Cup, <laughs> so like I'm making it work.
4: Is that the new Wicked Cup? It looks nice, fresh, nice and fresh.
3: It is. This is. The, I got this at the uh, invited dress rehearsal because I felt like I had to have a cocktail, and like I so I got a big like elf of a cocktail thing with vodka in it, and they were like, "By the way, you can't bring that inside."
4: And I what?
3: Was like, oh, what? And then they're like. And we're starting in 10 minutes. So I was like, well, I guess we're going to have a really great act oh. one. And <laughs> I was going to say, how was that one? <laughs> and I just drank the whole thing. And it was the <laughs> best thing I've ever
2: seen. Why <laughs> not also, be tipsy by Defying Gravity? <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's also wild for you to have a pristine plastic cup and say you got it at Invited Dress. I was like, from like... <laughs> 25 years ago. Like, <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: you take care of
4: your plastic dishware really nicely.
1: Adina gave you that before cup
2: they cup. had yeah. branded cups.
3: As Adina was flying mm. up in the air for the invited dress, she threw the cup out, and I'm the one who caught it. Perfect. Yeah, like a t shirt gun.
4: It was amazing. Kimberly, what are you drinking?
2: Um, I have some JJ Corey Irish whiskey
4: nice nice
2: um with just a little bit of water because i'm a baby <laughs> oh that was so good it's delicious though brian what do you have
4: um i have a yards brewing company pale ale made right here in fabulous philadelphia
2: oh i like that can i thought it was just a cool like pineapple seltzer but no oh yeah Weird. it
4: kind of looks like that but no just a <laughs> just a pale ale um okay. <laughs> well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. We're gonna to talk to Everett Hansen. We're gonna talk a lot of things, but first we're gonna talk about
5: what's your favorite musical? Ooh. Ooh, that is a great question. Okay. I have two. Can I say two? Yeah, but um, well, I
4: want you to categorize that.
5: Okay, for sure. So number one um, is Pippin. Because oh. um, when I was in third grade, it was like um, I'd like never seen, it was like one of the first kind of community theater shows that my mom took me to. And immediately when it started in the hands, we're all, you know, going crazy. I was like, whatever is going on, I want to be a part of that. Um, so much show that I printed out the script of Pippin and gave it to all of the kids in my third grade class and was like, um, we're going to do this. Um, and no one, you know, no one, like no one found it as amusing as I did. Um, <laughs> but that was sort of the kid that I was at the time, just like, oh my God, theater, this is the coolest thing ever. And then number two is um, Jesus Christ Superstar um, because that was another one where I saw the revival, um, the last one, and I was mm. like, whatever they're doing, whatever Josh Young is doing up there, I mm. would like to be doing tomorrow. And I like memorized the whole soundtrack the next day and it's like my go-to shower songs. It's literally like my jam. Um So a little 70s vibe for you.
4: (laughs) I was going to say, you like like 70s, 70s minimalist musicals is like your Like,
5: (laughs) I I wonder, I don't know. Maybe that's just because like, that was like the community theater shows that were happening at the time. Like, sure.
4: Cheap um, to produce, baby.
5: Totally. Exactly. So (laughs) (laughs) in like my small town of Arizona, there was like eight productions of Pippin going on. So I was like, "Uh, please.
4: Yeah. They just passed. They just passed the glove from theater to theater.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God.
4: That's awesome. Yeah. Those are, I don't think we've heard those answers before. Both the of them. The
2: really? Season. No. I'm just picturing, like, rival productions of Pippin going to see each other's show.
4: <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: mm, interesting choice they've made. Well, our Charlemagne <laughs> was better, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I see they've ditched the choreography. Yeah. <laughs> like-
5: so,
3: I'm going to be honest. I've never seen Pippin. Okay. And, Ever? No. And I know there's, I think this, there's one song that's like, there is magic for you. That whole thing, right? Yes.
2: Kind of. Sort
3: of. And right. then there's obviously the like, um, uh, Corner of the Sky.
2: Yes, Correct.
3: But the only other thing I know about Pippin is that, uh, what's her name? One of Tony playing like the ringmaster and it was a circus. So is Pippin always a circus?
2: No. No.
5: Actually, I I saw a production of it at a college like three weeks ago in New Jersey that my friend was in, where all of the what is usually that like the players they were all influencers, and it was a very modern like each song was like a different app. It was it was a insane (laughs) interpretation of it, but. No, they they are not always, I guess, circus performers. That's super cool. Very interesting,
2: because then the, like, casting (laughs) Pippin in their, like, world. Yep. Very interesting. It's always, like, traveling performers, Kevin, but I guess a circus was the most recent. So the original... And what's-her-name-is-patina-miller. Sam, Sam, you have
3: three three sentences to explain the entire plot of Pippin to me. So So I understand it's traveling (laughs) players. We have three sentences... Let's keep track. All right. That is the hardest.
5: One. That is such a hard job because the show is like the most abstract ever. Um, I would just say like boy tries different things and he realizes that <laughs> those things aren't fulfilling for him. Great Qu- sentence one. Sentence one. Um, that he his dad is a king and he goes to war with the different. <laughs> nights and stuff and realizes that's not fulfilling
3: great that sentence two. one more and
5: then in the end they have this like seven minute musical number where they try to like get him to jump into a fire but then he doesn't because um he hasn't officially been fulfilled and then they take the whole set and costumes away and there's a little twist ending that's my That's my summary of Pippin.
3: This sounds amazing. It kind of sounds like the sequel to Candide, and I'm here for it. Yeah, like a little Uh, bit. Candide
2: are similar in my mind as well. I I would buy them in like a two pack, right? Also, because someone who plays Candide could play Pippin, you know, a A J. Armstrong Johnson type.
3: They got like Tim Burton to direct the sequel of Candide, and like this is what happens. Like I'm here for it.
5: it.
2: Yeah, oh Tim Burton's War as a Science would be very intriguing. <laughs> 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 I am here
5: for
4: that. Um, but you Kevin, you can they they have a live cap of the uh, original Pippin.
2: Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I might own it on oh, DVD really? if you'd like to come over. I mean,
3: yeah, I gotta make this happen.
2: I think I'm it's on I think Stein. it's on Broadway HD. Oh, oh yeah. it is. It tells me to watch it a lot.
3: I have that. I should totally check and watch that.
4: Yeah, I feel like... I, I, I remember seeing something or reading something that, like... Pippin was the first show to have commercials with video of the actual show. So that actually boosted ticket sales for it. Um, oh. Something like that. And then Fosse... And, but it was controversial when it first came out. Because Fosse... I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. But Fosse... The original production was yeah i know um (laughs) the original production was was done as like a like as a a minstrel show and a commentary on minstrelsy um and so ben vereen is the player and and the players are kind of through that and and it's commentary on it's a social commentary and all that stuff and then and then the revival one was the circus that you're talking about with patina miller and and the trivia for that is like the the um it's the only Tony. It's the only part to win a Tony Award for both in a male um, <clears throat> for a male role and a female playing that role, or male identifying and female identifying playing the same role. So they won the Tony in different categories for playing the same role. Interesting.
2: Oh, interesting.
4: Something like that.
2: That's oh. your anyway. Pippin. Pippin.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our corner of the sky. Uh, and- <laughs> uh, 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 uh but um <laughs> like, so, so Sam you did you mentioned three years old seeing Pippin were there certain movies and musicals you grew up with was that your first show ever is there a is there an experience of seeing a show that you're like oh this changes my whole world view like didn't have be your best show
5: um yeah well I started my first show that I did was um when I was four years old um I uh, I was into like like just watching like Sesame street and whatever. And my, my grandma took me to see this like community theater production of Aladdin. And when I was three and I literally, I, another moment where I was like, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, the Jewish community center of Scottsdale, Arizona was, um, doing a production of into the woods junior. And as I hear it, my mom begged them, um, like two weeks after they had cast it. Um, she was like, I need Sam needs to be doing something like (laughs) I need to like fulfill his need to be in a show. So they cast me as the hen that laid the golden eggs, um, at four years old and they just carried me around. And, um, I apparently, uh, story goes, I got so excited on our opening night that on my bow, I ran up to the edge of the stage, went down to bow and fell off the stage. Yeah. Oh,
2: perfect. Perfect. Oh, no. So excited too. <laughs> and you live to tell the tale. And I've lived to tell the tale. Um, and you do it again on Broadway every night. Exactly. And
3: then did you break your arm, and so you had a little cast on? Yes. it. And you wrote oh yeah.
5: On it? No, you wrote have, Bubble Boy. Perfect. I have broken my both of my arms twice. We, like oh for the so during, show. For the show, yes, and then every night, typically <laughs> my right arm like seventy times. <laughs> and it heals so, by intermission. It's crazy. It's so crazy.
4: So have we as we've established. Oh, I know. Whoa. Um, As as we've established, you are young. um, And you had mentioned before we started doing this uh, recording that, um, you know, you've had a a very amazing career that has, you know, is very uh, young. um, But a year and a half of that young career has been within the confines of a pandemic, I guess, as a young performer who has momentum, who is, is, is insanely talented. Like, what has it been like for you kind of learning the ropes? Is it, is it easier because like you're learning the rules along with everybody else? Is it harder because people have a step up and, and they know who they are kind of, what, what has that experience been like for you?
5: I think it's been a mixed bag of emotions. I, I know how lucky and privileged I am to be coming out of this pandemic with a job um, that starts in a week or two. I know that you know, I am, I was very lucky to have this job pre-pandemic and, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was awful. You know, it was like a terrible time. Um, I, I actually joined the show, um, halfway through my senior year of high school. So I never got to do any sort of college anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but because of COVID and because I was home and there was like a, you know, a community college down the street, um, if there was anything good to come out of college, it was that I was able to like continue my schooling a little bit and like take some classes that I didn't think I was going to have time for and take some kind of like, I took a tap class in my living room and I took a, a ballet, you know, about a ballet class in my garage, like, you know, random stuff that like I did in theory and like things that I just didn't think that I was going to like have the time for, because I was doing the show. Mm -hmm. I, I was I had the time for. So um COVID for me was it was definitely scary and I was in a place where there was a lot of cases and I was in my house a lot but um and this this a show uh, being in this job that is like all about kind of being isolated and not connecting with anybody um sure. it was a really interesting time to like feel that to, to have the whole world feel that.
4: Sure. Um, I mean, in terms of your Evan, you know, obviously you're going to be bringing a lot of this to the role. Um, I guess what 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 what's what's very you about the way the way that you embody Evan? Like, like how how do how would you define your Evan? Um, without thinking about like the other Evans that are out there in the world.
5: Yeah, well, I think like it was interesting being an understudy for so long, and then like. Um, being able to be an alternate and sort of develop my own things. I think, um, I think the age is one thing. Like I did start when I was 17. And so that sort of brings a new level to um, the character because you, you don't have to kind of try so hard to um, believe Evan when, when he's, you know, lying and doing all this stuff. It's, it sort of comes from a more genuine place. If the actor's 28 or 29, it's, you have to sort of put, uh, believe a little bit more that this whole kind of make-believe situation is, is is happening. But in terms of just playing the role, I think I bring a sort of this is gonna sound really like a Debbie Downer, but like just a sort of sadness that um from the from the start and a sort of simpleness and a sort of um what even is the word? Just just a sort of a sense of from the very beginning of um you know the everything. I I want to bring the events of the summer. If you know the show, um, you'll not kind of make sense. But the events of the summer before, I want that to be like very apparent from the sort of moment that you meet him, and so mm-hmm. I I I don't want the sort of um surprise stuff at the ending to come out of nowhere. So I really try to imbue some sort of sadness from the very start and. Um, I think instead of it being, you know, why is the world against me? And uh, I'm tapping, tapping on the glass. And then this whole production, It it is. And it's really easy to kind of get into that um, when you're running around and there's the lights and the projections sure. and everything. Um, but doing it so many times sort of made me realize how I much I didn't have to do that and mm-hmm. how the book and how just me being simple and present on stage really can have the same exact effect.
4: Cool. That's fascinating. That's a really good answer. Um, Do you know where else you have to give good answers?
5: I think I actually do.
4: (laughs) Tuesdays in (laughs) the corner with Kevin.
2: Kevin's corner.
4: Okay.
3: Welcome to Kevin's corner where I
4: get to do whatever I want because it's my
3: corner and it's super cool. So today we are going to be talking about, um, great things to do in New York City in the fall, because I had talked to uh, Sam about how he's never experienced New York City in the fall, which, in my opinion, we all love New York City in the summer. We have a hot girl summer. We're all about it. We all love like the spring, because it's beautiful coming out of the winter, and like the holiday season's great, but autumn in New York is the best time of the year, hands down, and so... We're going to do a two-part Kevin's Corner. Part one, I am going to give Sam, I asked Brian and Kimberly earlier today to give me their three top things about the fall in New York, and I wrote down mine as well. Yay. And so I'm going to give you one of one from each of us without telling who it's from, and you have to pick which of those three things you would be the most interested in.
5: Oh, my God. Okay. And I'm we're ready.
3: basically going gonna, gonna to keep score and we're going to see which of the three of us wins at Sam's idea of what would be fun. And then I'll go to part two. So first off, here we go. Would you rather go leaf peeping in Central Park? Mm-hmm. Would you rather go finding the best hot toddy? <laughs> a non-alcoholic hot toddy, I guess. <laughs> or... Have a cozy evening hopping around from place to place in the West Village.
5: Okay. I'm not going to say that where I am in this area, but I will say that I am living close to the West Village. And um, some sort of night out, um, cozy, you know, hopping places, night out would be very fun because I haven't explored this area that much. So that is my answer.
3: Well, I get one point. Boom.
2: There <laughs> are a who lot of a good fireplaces place? in the West Village. Okay.
3: Oh my God! There's so many good fireplaces. It's the best. So many. Okay. Question two.
4: Wait, Kevin. Who are the other two?
3: Oh, uh, leaf peeping in Central Park was
2: mm, Brian.
3: Brian. Okay. okay. The that was a close one. Leaves. The best hot toddy with Kimberly.
2: I've perfect my recipe by finding other recipes.
3: <laughs> All righty. Number two, New York Comic-Con. Wearing my best slippers around the house <clears throat> or drinking a pumpkin spice latte while walking along the Hudson River.
5: Ooh. Okay. I actually think I'm gonna go wear my slippers and having a nice, you know, just hang out at the house. I like I thrive just in my room on Netflix or whatever in my slippers.
3: Plus, so <laughs> plus you went out in the West Village, so it makes sense that you for would sure. In there Next I, like,
5: day I'll have a nice cozy day. I get it.
3: So that was Kimberly's answer. So Kimberly gets a point. Thank you. Who is the nerd that put New York Comic-Con? Brian. <laughs>
2: It'll be anyone.
4: Uh,
3: uh, uh, uh. And then I said the pumpkin spice latte because I am basic and I'm okay with it. All right, number three. Unplugging the AC units and saving on the electric bill. Uh, holiday markets before winter really hits. Or making my mom's chili recipe on a cold night and watching a movie.
5: Ooh. See, I should probably pick the first one to save me some time and money. Okay. <laughs> but, what was the second one?
3: Holiday markets before winter really hits.
5: I think I'm gonna choose that. Holiday markets before winter really hits. And- When oh, I see the little fist bump. come on, age.
3: don't
2: <laughs> I'm a fall girl.
3: <laughs> that's right, that's right. she's got the hair like pumpkins. So that's- I'm sorry. Really... It's
2: true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Kimberly gets two points. I got one point point. Brian got zero points in that one. And now, Sam. Yes. Because Kimberly won, she's going to be working with you on part two. I went and looked up the thirty-one best things to do in the fall in New York City, and I'm going to give you and Kimberly two of these, and you have to make up a five-sentence plot for a musical based that would happen at this place or in this location or whatever. This these things. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. The first one is, the first thing you should do in New York City, number one, is experience Photoville NYC. And I'll tell you about it. Photoville (laughs) Photoville is back in its 10th year and the the second to bring photography to every borough in New York City. The free outdoor pet-friendly photography exhibition is headed to New York City parks all over the city. Uh, you won't want to miss it. It's 75 exhibits outside and free online programming. It's basically all these crazy places that you can go and take pictures of yourself. It's like encouraging you to take selfies on this like giant like selfies everywhere kind of thing. So it's just like crazy focused on photography um, exhibition that's pet friendly, and community friendly. And they set up in parks all over the city. So how okay. would you make a musical set in that?
5: Well, I think you know because it's the tenth anniversary, and you know this is a big milestone for the company. I think um, the, the show centers around the owner. Uh, what is it called? Photo. Photo Bill. Uh, photoville centers around photo-ville. Bill. Photoville. Yeah, oh, Photoville. Around... Okay, but, but people call him Photo Bill. That's his name. He's been running the <laughs> company for ten years, um, but um, this time he has to leave, and he lets his son be in charge of Photoville for the first time.
2: Absolutely, and who has some crazy wacky ideas? Oh yeah. Um,
5: Does it go well or not? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't go well at first because um, someone starts stealing all of the photos. And, you know, there's there's a whole mashup of, you know, the different kinds of photographers who are coming in and from all over the world. And they're like, where are my, Where are my photos? Uh, I'm not sure what to do. Um, And it's up to Photo Bill's son to um, find the find the person who took them.
3: I love this. It turned into a. Yeah. I'm here for
5: it. Yeah. Um, all right.
3: You got one more. And this is. The stunning Dior exhibit that's coming to the Brooklyn Museum. Uh, The what? The Dior exhibit. Uh, Christian Dior, designer of dreams, will thoroughly explore the high fashion history of the House of Dior, which dates back to the turn of the 20th century when the brand's namesake. uh, What did he do? Founded the label. The multi-gallery exhibit will bring many of Dior's sources of inspiration to life. The exhibit will present over 200 couture gowns and garments, as well as photographs, archival videos, and all this stuff like that. So it's just like Dior Central happening at the Brooklyn Museum. So how would you put a musical in that?
5: Well, um, I I think... Kimberly, were you going (laughs) to...
2: You know, I was going to go with it's night at the museum and the costumes like come to life and like choose somebody who has come to the museum to wear them. And like they become the person who initially inspired the garment.
5: Yep. We start with an aspiring fashion designer who ends up getting stuck in the restroom throughout the, the whole event. And at night, all of the clothes come alive and she's able to re you know it doesn't go that well the the, the during the day the dior you know exhibition doesn't it doesn't go well but because of this inspiring fashion designer she puts her spin on it all during the night she rearranges the whole collection she makes it her own and when people come back the next day they're like what happened this it it totally um it's the exhibition of my dreams and that's what it's called exhibition of my dreams
3: yes
2: Done.
3: I love it. Well done. Well, this has been Kevin's quarter. You mastered that.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now, Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
5: Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Oh, I thought fun, you were Kevin's raising part. your hand.
2: I was about to call on you.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you can.
2: <laughs> Brian?
5: Yeah. So
4: I have a quick question for you, Sam. Um, <clears throat> what do you most, aside from performing and actually getting on stage and all that fun stuff, what small thing are you most excited to get back to? Like, what little part of your day, what little part of your process, your prep, are you, are you most excited to kind of bring back into your life?
5: I'm, ex- you know, there's so many... There's so many things the the, the first one that comes to mind is I'm really excited for our little backstage antics. It's so funny in a show where we're on stage yelling and crying and, and screaming at each other that we have the most fun backstage ever. Like I'll come off from a scene that is like, I hate you, you know, just screaming and crying at someone. And then I'll come back and our Jared's like, so what are we having for lunch today? Like, you know, like little stuff like that, where, I'm able to sort of balance the heaviness because I need that as a person. I need like,
4: mm-hmm.
5: um, just some sort of balance on the other side of it. Where, because if I come off and I'm still in that headspace, I won't sort of leave that headspace for you know minutes, hours. It's just like a really dark place that I don't particularly love going to all the time. So
2: mm-hmm.
5: I'm excited to kind of, um, and we have we have a lot of new people coming um, back, um, kind of new people who haven't been with the show at all. Um, and so it's going to be really fun to sort of start over. And, um, I mean, I'm not, I I know this is, it's only been a year and a half, but I feel like a very different person from when I did it last. And I feel I'm a very different singer. I'm a different actor. And so, um, I'm just sort of excited to like get a, a redo like, and sort of start you know start from scratch again and um and have those little backstage antics and um find new like the new little things and I'm I'm excited to get notes again like it's so random like the sure. little
4: things
5: I'm excited for but like
4: I'm more than happy to give you notes right now.
5: Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just but come I'm over the, every chat. The- yeah, I'll be I'll be wi- I'll be waiting. Yeah yeah yeah. It's <laughs> <That's>
3: so good. <laughs>
1: Do you think that uh, backstage
2: environment like has to be kind of like jovial and lighthearted to get everyone through that kind of a show?
5: Totally. I mean, like, it's just, it's really important to have that like balance because I think if it was, I, I think if it was somber backstage too, it wouldn't be as effective on stage. Like there's a certain energy that we can get from being like, laughy, laughy joke, oh, now we're in. You know, like something, There, there's some sort of kind of, energy or build up that, um, that you just don't get if everyone is, um, already sat backstage. That's not to say that like people aren't in their kind of zone and people, you know, don't prep before going on stage, but mm-hmm. I, I, am you know, we have a little backstage huddle that we do before the show that I just, I have fond memories of. And, um, I have, I'll, I'll, and also like, um, because I'm the alternate, I only do um, two shows a week. And so I'm excited to like, you know, hang out with my cast again. And we have big board game tournaments and, um, you know, little stuff like that. Um, and touring is so much fun. Um, I, I love that part of it too. So all of the above. Cool.
4: Um, so we're going to play a little word association. So I have a list of things that I'm going to say, and then I want you to just say the first thing that comes to your mind uh, and we'll go from there okay oh lord all right (laughs) don't think just say uh ready yep uh favorite board game
5: um katan favorite Mm. video game uh mario kart uh which version um the the one on the switch eight sure um what's your harry potter house um hufflepuff
4: uh who's your favorite muppet
5: Ooh, um, Pepe. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Pixar movie? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Oh,
4: my gosh. I love Soul. Okay. Uh, favorite Disney animated movie? Non-Pixar, but animated. Um, Lion King. Okay. What's your favorite snack
5: food? Ooh. Um, you guys know um, Gardetto's? They're, like, Chex Mix, but, like, a little... You, they're, they're like they're like um upgraded checks mix um Ooh. they're not like target or bodegas those are unreal
2: cool i'm not um, familiar
5: i will find I Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like beach italian. vacation
4: oh no go <laughs> keep finishing
5: i'm just it, it's just like italian seasoning and they have little different flavors it's gardetto's this is a sponsor
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, a beach vacation or a lake house vacation lake house uh pizza or tacos tacos summer or winter summer nickelodeon or disney channel nickelodeon um okay half hour comedy
5: half hour com. oh um friends
4: uh drama hour drama tv
5: Succession, Mm. uh, a Netflix show, um, Squid Game,
2: just watch that.
4: (laughs) Um, uh, that's all I got. That's all I got.
2: (laughs) Great, great words, Brian. Great words. Thank you, thank you. That's all I got. Um, sponsored by Gardettos,
4: yeah. Sponsored by Gardettos, get them at your local bodega, Italian seasoning.
3: You also toured the country besides with Evan Hansen. Did you you toured with Adam uh, the Adams
5: family?
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: I when I was was that 12, a weird
4: road trip with Adams family?
5: <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> yes, it, it, it was um, a time I was on the non-ec, um I did it for six months, um, bus and truck um, with my mom um, when I was twelve, and it was. I think it, it oh, just wow. solidified how much. I I mean, I had the time of my life, like I was eating all the time. I play, was playing Pugsley. I was like, all right, you know, left and right. We <laughs> were like in these crazy cities I never heard of. Um, it was just that whole experience was just very formative. I think of like why I love, I just loved the whole, the whole everything and we all lived together. We were all, we were all lived in, you know, in the hotels. It was just, for a 12-year-old, who who wouldn't want to do that? That was, like, really, really great. Uh,
4: yeah. It's, it's interesting because, like, <clears throat> through all your stories, it's very clear that you have a pretty incredible support system to to get you to the point that you're at. Like, that's pretty wonderful.
5: Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, I am so, so lucky that both of my parents have been, like, super supportive. And um, I have two siblings, two younger siblings, who, like, have sort of been strung along for a lot of my journey and like it, they are super supportive. And, um, mom, if you're listening, thanks. <laughs> she probably will, <laughs> awesome. but yeah, yeah, she, it's just, a, I'm really lucky in that. That's wonderful. That's a
2: fun. Does she like
5: touring? She loves it. Yeah. She's like from this little small town in Michigan. So I think the, the fact that her son has been touring and, and I was on Broadway and like, mm-hmm. I think it's just like she just can't believe it. Um, and so she had, I mean, she like quit her job and got to tour with me and um, sort of, you know, be a roadie for a little while. And I think she was just more than happy with that. Cool. Well, That's so fun. Will your mom be
3: more with you as, when you return to tour this year?
5: she won't be every week but actually, she is there more than I would I would like her to be she's like, she'll up be like
2: hey, when, once
4: again
5: hi mom
2: yeah hi mom <laughs> yeah. that's such a mom thing like I'm just gonna stop by for this leg of the tour of the whole the, all of it the two weeks Yep, I'll be there
0: <laughs> and then I'll come
5: next week with my friend Because she lives here And then I'll be there the next week Because I I love that place And it's like every week She'll find a reason to be there oh That would be my mom I'm Absolutely like,
2: Well, I have friends in town So you'll have to see them And then we'll have lunch reservations afterwards For sure
5: I'm <laughs> like, I just did the show Where I'm crying and singing the whole time I can't <laughs> go to lunch with your friends
2: <laughs> That's it <in. laughs> You've got to have lunch with what's
3: your what's friends the best thing to unwind at the end of the show? Like you get back to your hotel room like, what is the, like, routine to, like, get out of all that?
5: Actually, um, my, my roommate and I on tour got really into actually playing Catan, the board game, after shows, which, cool. <laughs> which is funny because it's a very stressful, like, you mm-hmm. know, high-thinking game. But I think it just distracted me from, like, the two-hour event that I just performed. And sure. and then obviously, like, just, you know, Netflix or being in bed or whatever it is um, – but I, I, I'm really lucky doing the matinees cause I can hang out during the night show. So, um, we just, um, where I'm able to sort of have a whole night to decompress after it.
4: Great. Cool. Um, should we, well, speaking of games, should we play a game?
2: Yes. Absolutely. I have a game called sincerely empty. Um, in which I have a bunch of musical show cards here in my hands when it's your turn I don't know, say when, our favorite pastime, um, to pick a card and then pick a character from that show and write them a little letter. Like if you get Carousel, say, Dear Julie Jordan, today is going to be a great day and here's why. You're going to meet a boy. And it's going to not go great for you. Um,
5: uh,
2: And just sort of try and like summarize the plot of the musical as you would say to the lead that they're going to have a great day. Or somebody else random. Kevin, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Tell me when. When? Mm. Merrily, we roll along.
3: Okay. Um, I would say, uh, dear Mary, today is going to be a great day, and here's why. Because we're actually at the end of the show where you're still an optimistic lovely, excited writer who has a dream of writing a novel instead of the end of the show where you are a drunk, angry, pessimistic shadow of your former self because of what the industry, your friends, and life did to you. So remember how you feel in this moment and try to carry it a little farther and learn now that Frank is totally a loser so that you can get rid of those feelings now so that you don't have to be dragged through 30 years of hell. Um, And also you're going to sing a whole song about the Kennedys and we're not really sure how it furthers the plot, but like, we're just going to accept that it's there and we thank you for it. So have a good day.
2: Don't throw shade in my show. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I don't ever understand why there's just a random song about the Kennedys like the
2: Kennedys. And Bobby and Johnny and Jack
4: <laughs> that, was a, that was a deeply sad letter that I liked
3: yeah. I mean I had to go there
4: oh no it was yeah. good
2: dear Mary get away from your friends
4: find <laughs> new friends yeah, find
2: new friends Brian would you like a turn yeah sure They went. when hmm
4: 1776. Yes. D- Dear John, sit down. Um, hmm.
3: Old Peter, John.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, Dear John, you know, you're going to have a rough, a rough time about it. Um, you know, it, there's, there's, you're going to have to just keep going, keep being obnoxious, keep being the way that you are because you're going to get a lot of lot done. Um, in order to get it done, do not forget about the slavery in the South. And and uh, even though you have to make a lot of uh, concessions to get people to sign the document, um, uh, make sure that you keep on your journey and, um, Uh, don't forget like i know you do but you can continue to lean on your wife through through letters like this one uh because that's that's how we that's how we know that you are a um a good person even though you're described as obnoxious quite a bit your friend john dear john love john
3: honestly though that's so true not to like make a commercial about that but like have if you haven't read the letters between john adams and abigail adams they are like literally love in words and it's
2: they're like, very and, sweet
3: and it's so insane that at a time where like men were still kind of like you're my woman i tell you what to do and i do all the thinking like he literally treated her like an equal when no one else was and wrote to her like just the way they speak about each other is just like it like tears at your heart so like if you need a little like love pick up this halloween season
2: <laughs> <laughs> famously the time for a love pick me up halloween <laughs>
3: this yeah because we're talking about how beautiful the fall is in new york if you want to romanticize that a little bit more read the john adams oh, i guess
2: that's true i love it anyway What's, sam would you like to turn sure hey when
5: um when fiddler on the roof fiddler on the roof do you know what that is i do know it's okay
2: the and me Kevin only be. just learned so <laughs>
3: <laughs> i did i just learned a few years ago
2: kevin can you make me a list of shows you don't know the plot to and then we can just play games from now on that are kevin guess
3: <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> absolutely because i seriously Great, thank you i will do that
2: Sam, there's a fiddler on your roof. Oh
5: (laughs) I I guess I'm gonna have dear Tevya. Um, good old Tevya, dear Tevya. This is God. Yeah. (laughs) This is this is actually from the fiddler. I'm right, I'm writing is from the fiddler to Tevya. Okay. Um dear Tevya, um it's all gonna work out um for your daughters. Um, you know, they're going to, they're going to find, they're going to find their husbands. They are going to, and and you guys aren't going to have to leave. Um, you, you might have to, um, but at right at the beginning, you know, all the traditions that you want to uphold, they're gonna, they're going to come true for you. Um, you will be a rich man. Um, and I, you know, if you allow me to keep Fiddling on your roof, I will be really grateful for you, and I just want you to know that you know even though you're going through some tough times right now, you know hold on and, and keep going because you you won't have to leave just yet, dear. Sincerely, the Fiddler. Yay! Wonderful. All
2: right, someone tell me when.
4: I like fiddling on the roof. <laughs> when.
2: What? <laughs> I got the one I made up in my head. Carousel.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so funny. Dear Julie Jordan. Today is going to be a great day and here's why. You're a queer one, Julie Jordan. <laughs> um, you're a little bit weird and some guy's going to like it a little bit. And he's going to talk to you underneath of a tree. And then your friend's going to leave you alone with this man. And um, you're going to tell a police officer to ski-daddle because you can handle yourself, Um, even though you're going to get fired because of this man and his, like, big brawny arms or something. Um, And you're going to fall in love. And today is going to be great. Today, you're going to fall in love. And tomorrow, um, you're going to have to learn how to deal with your consequences. (laughs) Sincerely carrie (laughs) pipridge
3: i was gonna say like you just made the plot but like it's so absurd when you think about it the way you just said it And i was like Mm -hmm. literally she walks through the woods her friend leaves her alone with a strange man under a tree she yells at a cop and then gets fired like
2: (laughs) willingly quits
5: her job yeah (laughs) Aaron Tveit's shimegi character just completely brought that out
2: too. Like just oh. how how behind they, they were and that just What cologne is that man wearing? She <laughs> 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 like what's going on there? The cherry blossoms, that's what did it. Totally. <laughs> so good. Anyway, that has been sincerely MT.
3: Yay. Yay. Now, do you have Eddie since you've been doing this like for a while for being such a young person? Um, Do you have advice for other young people who are trying to break out in this industry or this business or other young people who have like found a way to get in, but like have to figure out how to sustain that?
5: Yes. Um, I think I would say, I I think the biggest thing that has really helped me like just continue to like keep, I guess, doing what I'm doing is um, just keep, training and keep listening to your teachers. And, you know, I, I like live and breathe by my different um, voice coaches and you know, I had an acting teacher at home for a while. And, um, you know, you, there's always, you can always improve your craft and you can always, I guess I'm still learning myself and that's sort of why I'm, I, I this is my advice, but like um, I, I would not be anywhere without, Sort of the teachers and directors and and people who have kind of guided me here, mm-hmm. um, and so and and another thing like and and then if you are in a show and you are are working with the director, like you know, pick up on the little different things that they say, and you know, pick and choose what things resonate with you. And um, I think if anything, that just should give you a more sort of rounded view of of this. Insane industry that I'm still <laughs> sort of figuring out.
3: Insane. And top
5: three dream rules. Oh my gosh, that is so super hard. Um, what have I listening to lately? Okay, well, I'll I'll say Pippin because I've never done sure. that. Um, I've been listening to um, Lippa's Wild Party recently, mm. and I would love to play Burrs. Um and. A couple, in in a while. (laughs) 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 Um, And what else? And,
2: and, um,
5: Leo Frank and Parade. That's, just would be the best. Sure.
2: I have been nonstop listening to Parade for, like, two weeks. Oh, really? I don't know what it is. You get in, like, a kick, and then you just can't kick it. Oh, it, it's the best and like
3: <laughs> you, get a kick and you can't kick it
2: <laughs> yesterday i was at the gym and i was like i'm like bopping around on the treadmill and people probably think i'm listening to taylor swift and it is people of atlanta <laughs> <laughs> people love atlanta yeah totally <laughs> going for it oh yeah
5: for sure That's so good that is so funny yeah i did exactly means, god forgive me what i wish just on the treadmill too like <laughs> um, should yeah. we play another play game so-
2: yeah hmm. oh absolutely can we do another game I have a round of plot points handy should we wish yeah, um, yeah. plot points if you don't know I have on uh, one tab of my phone so again when we get to play say when uh, one tab of my phone is um, high school reading lists and just you know books you might have read in high school And the other tab of my phone is the most popular high school musicals, like what people do in high school. Cool. And so, which I'm realizing now is an incorrect way to play this game that I have made up the own rules to. So new rules for today. Um, You will get a book and a musical and just pick a song from that show that you know, sing the tune of that song, Mm -hmm. and tell us the plot of the book or like cool. just get us to guess the title because I didn't read all these books. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at these, like I must've skipped around <laughs> on my high school Where
1: reading. Read
2: these books? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Brian, would you like to go first?
4: Yeah, sure. I, I probably okay, at least so. spark noted them the night before the test.
2: My mom's yeah. The library. Exactly, probably me too. All right. They went quickly for the first.
4: When stop.
2: Okay. again
4: when stop great oh yeah you're gonna message
2: me i'm gonna message it to you then we have to guess
4: okay (sighs) all right sam
3: we got this
5: this is harder doing this in person than listening to this every time i'm like how did they not get that this is
4: (laughs) (laughs) uh There are so many, there are so many witches in Salem, Massachusetts. There are so many witches, oh my dear. <clears throat> they're, they're doing some stuff in the woods and they get oh, okay. caught. Is
5: it, is it, okay. is it them, do you know, Home and rent? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> Let's
2: go. <laughs> okay, Kevin, your turn. Say when. When. I was like, I clicked on one, so that's yours. Okay, and say when. When. me make sure I don't t- send this to Brian. We send to Kevin. This
3: is impressive that she's like m- like using the chat. While we're drinking. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, I, you know, the, it might be spelled wrong.
3: Oh, I mean, that was not actually a, a real word, but like I got what you No, mean.
2: neither is this, but you know what I mean.
3: Okay. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Tale about a crime. Um, they've accused the wrong person because of their skin. But there's little kids.
4: Oh, okay. Okay, okay, I got it. it. It's To Kill a Mockingbird and Beauty
5: and the Beast. Correct.
2: Wonderful. Sam, would you like a turn?
5: All right, here we go.
2: Okay, say when. When.
4: Atticus and the kids.
2: (laughs) Okay, say when.
5: Um, When. Which I just saw the other day, To Kill a Mockingbird, it was amazing oh yeah
2: on broadway
5: or the movie on broadway
4: with celia
3: it was celia and jeff right now right
5: here we go
4: kevin knows them personally (laughs) good friends
2: celia and jeff
5: yep we hang out (laughs) all right here we go star-crossed lovers and they're fighting Two families who do not get along. And there's a boy and there is a girl and they fall in love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so it's uh, Romeo and Juliet and Mamma Mia.
4: Yep. Hmm. Yes. Wonderful. No, Kevin. Wait, Kevin. What's the name of the musical? All right. It's
3: Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> was, okay. I'll take Ma-
2: a turn. Ma- Say one for me.
4: About Mia. Mia got it. Oh, uh, when?
2: Cool. Mm. I think I read these books. Okay.
3: I love that all your books are plays so far. Yeah.
5: <laughs> you know, just
2: required reading. Uh, 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 I vividly remember having to like explain Shakespeare to like a football player once in high school. Yep. Sure. And I was like, see, he's talking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but don't say When. When. I don't know why I just made you the say when person. I don't
3: know, but I went with it. I went with it. Right. Okay. That
2: was a good one. (laughs) I loved it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to pick a different song. Nope. This one works. (laughs) Into society, these sisters go. They have a lot of sisters. They meet a man who lives down the street or kind of through the field. Um, They think that he's mean, but he's really not. He likes this girl, the second oldest. Okay, Oh, I got it.
4: Go ahead. No,
3: you can go, Kevin. It's Into the Woods and uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, but no zombies.
2: Why would it be Pride and Prejudice and Zombies?
3: Because that's a real (laughs) book.
2: But did we read that in high school? It wasn't yeah, when we were in high school. They
3: zombies
4: to be funny.
2: <laughs> well, then you lose. Brian, what was the correct title <laughs> of the book? Wait,
4: is it Pride and Prejudice? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Pride and Prejudice and Into the Woods. Oh, cool. <laughs> that has been High School Plot Points.
4: Yay. <laughs> cool. Love it. Well, th- that does bring us to the end of our episode. Wow. Um, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. This was such such so, having, this yeah. is very delightful. Um, and uh, yeah, anything that you want to say to the people?
5: Oh my gosh, well, come see Dear Evan Hansen uh, on Broadway, on the tour in London. We just won the Olivier, so um we we are opening up in December and Saturday matinees and Sunday nights on the tour. I'll I'll be there, so um this has been like literally a dream so like thanks for having me this is very very cool
3: yeah, oh, yeah. thank you
5: for coming of course um
4: where can people follow you on the interwebs
5: um at sam premack um p-r-i-m-a-c-k i feel like should just spell it um yeah. and yeah instagram twitter um tiktok i guess now um uh, <laughs> I, I don't really know. I, that whole world scares me, but I guess I should just say that.
3: Interesting thought. So, if they revive Spider-Man, turn off the dark, uh-huh. and put Sam in the lead, is that kind of like Reed Carney would be like the Andrew Garfield version of Spider-Man, but then like he would be like the Tom Holland version.
4: Um, it would. That would depend on if it's like a. If it's a brand new production, maybe I don't know. It depends. It, there's a lot of that.
3: factors. But do you see oh, what I, I mean? Like I could see him as yeah. like the musical theater Tom Holland character.
5: Oh, I'm ready for it. I, I I actually I saw it and obsessed over it. Um, and I'm ready to. And you will rise above. I'm ready for
1: <laughs> <rolling>. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> producers <laughs> of Let's get this rolling. What was your first Broadway show that you saw? Because you're from Arizona. Yes. My first Broadway show, actually, um, weird story was... um, Spider-Man. The the (laughs) Max Crum, Laura Osnes, Grease Revival. Because um, (laughs) Max Crum is from Arizona and went to my (laughs) um, community theater that I was performing at at the time. And my mom, as a joke, was like, well, if this kid wins, I guess I'll take you to see it not thinking what? this was like week two we were like ah. this kid like he's he might win and then like she would and then when he won we were like well you gotta fulfill your promise and so that was the first show that i saw
4: what a Wait. good
5: story <laughs> such a good answer then, oh here's a really weird full circle then like three three or four years ago i directed greece at that youth theater and he came and saw it Whoa! Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was so very weird. Um, wow.
3: To give you notes? <laughs> that is. <wonderful>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
5: your video. Danny uh, was a little flat on this note, and. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well,
5: <laughs> that is that, an amazing answer.
4: <laughs> that's an incredible answer. Um, uh, such a good story. Um, to end the podcast with, we um you can follow us at Broadwasted. You can find us on um social media on twitter on instagram uh on facebook group you can join our patreon um you can of course find us wherever you get podcasts including spotify including apple podcasts rate and review us there five stars Uh, please
2: and thank you
4: and i never have to go outside where germs and microbes have to hide and strangers offer you a ride oh no i'm the luckiest boy in the world that's from bubble boy
2: Maybe we all be bubble boys right now, actually. May we though? all
4: be Mr. <laughs> bubble. The bubbles of bubbles of bubbles of bubbles. Um, but, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. As you know, we end every episode by raising our glasses and we say, Zoodoo-wah-wah. oh, cheers. cheers. Thanks, cheers. Sam.
5: Cheers. cheers. <laughs>